So this evening, we're going to take this message. So what time is it further? And we'll bring it a little bit home. And this evening, we're going to look at the same scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 32, which has been... First Chronicles, pardon me, uh, chapter 12 and verse 32, who had, which has been our driving scripture for the last two weeks and have taught us extensively what we ought to do. And the Bible here says, I read again to your hearing, the sons of Issachar, who had, number one, understanding of the times. And the scripture went ahead to say, to know what Israel ought to do. The Bible says their chiefs, which were the leaders, were 200, and every other person, which were their brethren, were at their command. The sons of Issachar, who had understanding of times, to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Now, if we look at this scripture very carefully, there are two things the Bible described that was different from the sons of Issachar. But before we delve deeper, I need you to understand what brought about the mentioning of the children or the sons of Issachar. At this point, the Bible have told us that David had been anointed king. But for seven years, he has not been enthroned. Seven years, he had not been enthroned. And the scripture tells us that the only, he had only one tribe of Israel that he had control over. So imagine we finished election and then we, we had a president, presidential candidate who outrightly wins, but for some reasons or the other, he was not allowed to take um, the affairs of the country in fullness. Let's just say the only country or the only state he took was just one state and the remaining parts of the, of the country were taken over by the previous government. That was exactly what was happening. And the Bible began to chronicle how every other tribe of Israel came to stay or to support David. And the Bible began to tell us of every tribe, the tribe of Moses, the tribe of Jesse, the tribe of these, and in, in mentioning, the scripture was mentioning the number of men that they allocated to David to become men of war for him. Pastor Yomi mentioned the other day on Sunday, he said, it, this is not just a time to be complacent. He said, God, as much as he's a God of mercy, he's also a God of what? A God of war. So at this point, Israel were going to war within themselves. And all that God has done, according to his word, he had he has, he has made all these tribes to be behind David. But the Bible began to tell us as many men, the Bible says in some tribe they released 200 of their men, in some they released in thousands. And so David had so many men behind him. But the Bible tells us in verse 32, when it came to the men of Issachar, not only did they release men for war, the Bible says, the Bible then give a description of what they also brought to the table. The Bible says, and the men had two things. Number one, understanding of what? Of the times. Number two, they also knew what Israel ought to do. Because understanding is not entirely equal to wisdom. 
You may know what to do, but you may know what or how things are done, but you may not know how or what to do at a point in time. And so this evening, we're going to consider the word of God that I've entitled, The Sons of Issachar. Praise the name of the Lord. I said, praise the name of the Lord. As we become... As it, as it becomes clearer to us what the sons of Issachar had that made it, that became a game changer in the victory of the war, it is entirely also true that if we understand what they know, or we can position ourselves as the sons of Issachar in our, in our fields of life, in our endeavor, truly we can also make impact as individuals, as, as an organization in our business or every sphere of our lives. And the Bible clearly tells us here that what they had was understanding of the times and they had knowledge of what Israel ought to do. And that is why knowing God's word is not really entirely enough to change our lives. Knowing how to apply God's word is also very important as much as knowing it. And that is why as we become as we, as we begin to understand that we need to understand times and seasons and we cannot understand it if we do not have the knowledge that the sons of Issachar had. The same way if we plant if we plant any seed, let's just say we plant a corn. The question is how long will it take? It's not the same season that a corn will germinate. And so we may be in a season where things are difficult. And as far as Nigeria is concerned, let's not hide it. We can't hide it anymore. Things are now very, very difficult. And this in itself is a season. And whatever we do now, which we have heard in the last two weeks, may also determine whether we will move to another season entirely. So what we do now as persons, as individuals, as, as a nation, may also determine the season that we enter. And that is why for every season, it's also important to know that it is seasons don't just come. They are the work of the times before that season. And so if you hear that a man's house crumbled, it's a season where the house have crumbled. But there were times available for him to patch the house to, an avo to avoid it crumbling. Is that true or not? If you begin to see cracks in your house, you have opportunity to make do or to make well what is not okay. But a time will come when a house crumbles. Everything everybody sees that the season of his the season of his destruction have come. Not entirely so. There were times that were available for him to do something concerning that season. And so, whatever we do now, as individuals, as students, as as couples, as family, may determine entirely the season that God will take us to, or the season that we go into. So some people may be in the point where they are doing so well, preparing for a time to come. But whilst others may see the seasons of plenty or the seasons of rain, I will take no cognizance that a time will come, the seasons of rain will come, and the seasons of rain will do what? Will stop. Just like we always say for Nigeria, as much as we know, we, we've seen our government trying to repair road more often times in the seasons of what? In rainy season, which we always say to ourselves, what happened to the old time that we had dry season? And so we keep going in circles and in circles, but sincerely, that is also the nature of the lives that we live. 
at this time where we have rainy season, it is also God saying there is a preparation that is to be made for what? For dry season. Will dry season come or not? In a few months, we're going to come to December and we're going to get to what? The Hamatan season. So having understanding of this time is very important to guide us on what to do next. Having understanding of what to do is very important. And that is why we want to tap from the knowledge of the sons of Issachar. The Bible says they had understanding of the times. Let's look at the scriptures, Luke chapter 12. Let's just read verse 54 and verse 56. Luke chapter 12. As we consider verse 54 to verse 56. If multimedia helps us. And this is what the scripture says. It says, Then he also said to the multitude, This is Jesus speaking, Whenever you see the cloud rising out from the west, immediately you will say, A shower is coming or a rain is coming, and so it will be. Is that correct? We can predict that the rain is coming. And he went ahead and said, and when you see the south wind blow, you can say there will be hot weather and it will also be so, and there is. Then verse 56 then says, having understanding of seasons, he then says in verse 56, hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky of the earth, but how is it that you do not discern the world this time? So as much as we can sit and say rainy season is coming, Jesus is saying there is a moment in your life that you have to have discernment about. There is a season now that we need to understand this time. That this time is a time where we can make decisions that will shape or decide the future of generations to come. This time may be the time we have only in our hands to make decisions about how the politics will go. This time may also be the time you have a time to make decisions or make influence about what is going to happen in my life or in your life. Are we, are we, am I communicating this evening? And so understanding the time that we are is very important. Remember, God has power over seasons, but men have power over time. In this same time, we are having difficulties. People are still investing and reaping profits. I don't know if I'm correct. People are making money out of this time. As difficult as the time is, people are saying, I cannot go to school because it's difficult and it's expensive. Yet in the same season, people are exploring online schooling and also getting the same results. So the question then is, have you actually discerned the time that you are in? It may be time where the businesses are very poor and very bad, but that doesn't mean it's going to remain so. What then do we do in these times? Let's look at scripture again, Romans 13 verse 11. As I open this up, we are then going to look and we're going to contribute how we can determine the times that we are in. A man may be planting this time and some other persons may be saying it is too early to plant. The scripture tells us about when Noah was building the ark. It was a time and a season and people were laughing at him. What are you doing? There is no rain at all. But because he understood that there was going to be a time where the rains would come. And whatever he did then was what, what determined the race of the nation or the whole populace as we have. Romans 13 verse 11. Let's look at scripture. 
the scripture says and do this please let's read the next thing together and do this doing what knowing the time that now is a high time to do what to awake out of what out of sleep and for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believe turn to someone and tell the person to wake up the bible says and do this if there is nothing that you will do this is the time to know that this is the time and the message of the last two weeks have really taught me something that whatever happens in a season it is only but a season the wind will blow again and that season will go pastor said something when he came up on stage on sunday he says for everything when he was commending or um, uh, when the minister james was back no matter how difficult time is there will always be that time for you to laugh or to rejoice i don't know how we put it but what he meant was no matter how the moment come a time of rejoicing will also come he had a time where he was grieving about his mom but in between god also gave, gave him a reason to celebrate yet another life so what we do with the knowledge of that time is also very very what very important that we have understanding of the time it may not be entirely for us to have understanding of the time. Please hear this. And that is why God raised men for us to follow. In the case, in the, in the, in the case of David, David was not just the person. In the case of Israel, Moses was raised. And that is why for a very long time, we have gone through our week as businessmen, as career people, going into our week and our work but recently if you see that according to the spirits of the lord god have raised this church to say this is not the time to go to work the way you used to go to work and that is why by the leading of the spirits the church have started the monday breakthrough prayers for businesses and for careers so no more are the times when we rise up and just go like blind men the things that we do before now may not produce the same result and that is why God is saying this understanding of the time means in these seasons, businesses don't just blossom. Businesses may require that you pray and ask God for a direction. Because in direction, we then know where to go. Praise the name of the Lord. And that is why it's good to understand that as we continue to follow leaders who have understanding of times, daring we may be our profiting and so shall it be in Jesus' name. Now let's quickly look at three things we need to know as we consider becoming or having the spirit of the sons of Issachar. One of them is what we have said and we're going to delve very deep into that. The Bible says, number one, the children of Issachar, they had understanding of times. Understanding of times. Please, multimedia, Daniel chapter 9, verse 2. Now, this is very important for us to know that as far as understanding is concerned, it cannot be in isolation. If you want to know anything, you must understand and put yourself one into what is called learning. For every time anyone comes to teach here, it means the person has gone through what? Learning and understanding part of the scripture. The Bible says in Daniel 9 verse 2, now this was the time that the children of Israel were in captivity. The Bible says in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the what? By the what? By the books. 
Pastor Yomi mentioned this on Sunday. He said, if there is anything we need to get in this season, we need to get knowledge. And I don't know if you remember. We need to get knowledge because a lot of things will happen. Bible says, and Daniel understood by the reading of books. This is where I want to, to end there. This is my interest in that scripture. Daniel understood by the reading of the books. And that's why the scripture says, wisdom is the word, is the principal thing. In all you're getting, do what? Get understanding. If we have to have understanding of the times, we need to understand that we need to commit ourselves to what? To learning. Learning sometimes doesn't mean that you do it all by yourself. To someone here, you may just have to find someone who knows the way to follow. I may not know everything. I entirely doesn't, do not know everything. And that is why in seasons like this where God is raising us as a church to pray on Mondays for businesses, we did not know. It did not even cross my mind before. But as God raised a leader in our midst to say this is expedient, we may not read the books to understand, but God may reveal it through a vessel. And so it is important as we sit here, a season will come when we may not be able to read or to give ourselves to learning. A season may come when we will not be able to give ourselves to understanding. But times will come as it is now, understanding the time, how to navigate within that concept. To some persons here, as difficult as things are, it may be the time for you to position yourself to do more learning. During the COVID era, there was there was in the IT world during the COVID season there was a new stream of technology that came out and it's called data science it's, it's so new and a lot of people uh, are so new to it and I heard of someone who during the COVID season decided to teach himself all about data science all about data technology and all that there is in you know, whilst COVID was going on, a lot of us were complaining. Is that correct? And through that season, he went through a, he went through a course on that alone. And when COVID was over, while most of us were complaining and coming back to work and all the rest, only one course or certification that he had, the young man has changed three jobs in the last three years. So whatever we do within that time is very, very what important. This may be for someone, whatever you may be doing now, God may be telling you to learn a skill or whatsoever. It may be a diversification, but whatever you need to do to understand things better, we need to do what? To commit ourselves to what? To learning. Wisdom, the Bible says, is a principal thing. The Bible says the children of Issachar had understanding of what Israel ought to do. So which means in any way for you to have understanding, there is a commitment to a form of learning. And so as we begin to commit ourselves to somebody else, it may not just be learning as in books, it may be learning a trade, it may be under someone to learn something, whatever it is. The season that you are now, you may have time for yourself, but the season that you are now, time is not just for lounging. Sincerely, time is not always for enjoyment. One of the things I learned in myself personally is if I have too much time, if there is a weekend, I have all that I need to do and I have nothing to do. It means there is opportunity to learn within that time. Whatever it is, please do not stop learning. Praise the name of the Lord. 
Number two, which is what we're going to look at. But before we go into that, let's also quickly look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10. And let me show some discernment here. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 10. I want you to see something very carefully in this scripture. I just want to bring our knowledge to something. I'm just going to read. I'm just going to leave it open as I ask a question. The scripture says here, Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruit of your words of your righteousness. Now, what did God supply according to this scripture? God supply what? And what is the seed supposed to do? The seed for what? The seed is for what? Sowing. And also what? The bread for what? For food. Now, please paint a picture that God, you are a, we are all farmers. And then we go to harvest the, 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 the seed or the, the, what do you call it now? The produce of our farming. Now, the question is, there are farmers then who received everything. It's just like God blessing you with material gift. It may be financial gift and all that there is in. And the Bible says it is only wisdom when a man gives you all, a blessing, a fruit or whatsoever. It is only wisdom that descends to say for every fruit there is a part to be eaten and a part to be what? To be sown again. A part to what? To eat and a part to do what? To sow again. Only wisdom. That there will be a season that will come that you will not have what to sow. That all that you will be looking for is what to what? To eat. But if, we, if in the season of plenty that all that we do is to eat, a time will come when there will be scarcity and you will have nothing to reap from. And so the Bible says, God supplies seed, both to the sower, and in that seed is also bread to be eaten. All that you have is not entirely to be eaten. Wisdom alone is profitable to what? To direct. The Bible teaches us, as far as the story of Joseph was concerned, that Pharaoh had a dream. Remember the story. And the Bible says, in that dream, there was a time and a season where they had plenty to eat. And how many years was it? It was seven years of plenty. In some, to some of us, we may be in the seasons of plenty right now, but what we do in the seasons of plenty may also determine what, how, how we live our life in the season of scarcity. So you may be in a season of plenty now doesn't entirely mean that you have everything to eat from. A young man, one of our colleagues once said that when he was young, he saw a 50-year-old man and the man had nothing to eat and he was living in the streets. And he said to himself, when I become this age, I will never come to a point where I have nothing to eat or where, or where to live. And so that has formed his decisions of whatever he does, knowing that there were seasons in that man's life where he had everything, but he never reserved anything. Wisdom, the Bible says, is profitable to what? To direct. Praise the name of the Lord. I said, praise the name of the Lord. Matthew chapter 5, verse 8. Let's quickly look at that as we begin to open the floor to make it a bit interactive. Matthew chapter 5, 
25, pardon me, I'm going to read verse 8 all the way to verse 10. This is the story of the parable of the ten virgins. The Bible says, And the foolish one said to the wise, Give us some what? Some of your oil, for our lambs have done what? Have gone out. Give us the next verse, verse 9. Verse 9 says, But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should be not enough for us and you. But it says, Rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Now, this is what wisdom is profitable to do. A couple of us are going to a season in our lives, to battles or to whatever it is that we are going to, without an extra oil. But the Bible says wisdom is profitable to direct. The season that we are now may be the season for us to understand that it may not just be where we are going to alone. The tank must not be full enough for where we are going to. He's saying that these women had extra oils. So the question is, how did they know that they will require extra oils in the invitation that they were given? The same way a couple of us, we've been living our lives without extra oils. As a matter of fact, we are running on empty and we are running on the last reserve. And understanding the seasons of times is saying that we must be we must be wise and discerning enough to understand that even when we have oil in our lamps, that there is reason and there is profitability in having extra carried along with us. So it may do us no good for all that we have that we do not have extras being carried along. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's look at point number two. In point number two, we are going to look at preparing for the times. Now having understanding of what to do, the question is, in this season that we are, what are we supposed to do to prepare for the time? So I'm going to leave this open for us. Having given us understanding and opening of what we are supposed to discuss this evening, that there are times in our lives, times comes in seasons. But having understanding that we need to know and understand the times, the question is, how do we prepare in these times that we are in? Remember, everyone has his own season. So some of us, we do not have issues in some seasons or areas of our lives. But wherever we are, wherever we are right now, how do we prepare for the times? And I'm going to share a story quickly before, before we delve into that. But before we do that, multimedia help us with John chapter 9 and verse 4. I'm going to share a very simple story, how to prepare for the times. In John chapter 9 verse 4, let's look up. The Bible says, Jesus speaking says, I must walk the works of him who did what? Who sent me while it is what? It is day. For the night is coming when no one can do what? When no one can walk. In preparing for the time, we must know that a time will come where we may not be able to have the opportunities that we once had. The Bible spoke about um, the dream that Pharaoh had. The Bible says, and Joseph gave the meaning of the dream, saying, there will be seven years of plenty, and there will also be seven years of what? Of lack or famine. 
what will be done at that period will then determine how the next phase of life will be. And so preparing for the time may be important that we also cultivate the habit of having contentment and gratifications in all that we do. Seasons will come. Seasons will what? Will go. So for every season that we are now, it's not going to remain that way. The same way as a nation, Nigeria, we, may, we must understand that these seasons of difficulties is here and this season will also go at the same time. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. And so having understanding of this, the question then is, how do we prepare in the certain time that we are? How do we prepare in the certain time that we are? I remembered a time in my life, I think I was in, I was in GSS 2 if I can quite remember. And in this evening, my father called every one of us and we all sat down. And in sitting down, he, he brought out the letter, which was his disengagement letter, and he was asked to retire at that point. And everybody that was, was seated this, that evening, we all began to cry because my father has lost his job and uh, sincerely not losing his job, but he has worked for 25 years and he was retired at that point. And we all began to cry because for all we knew, that was the only source of income that he had. And the only source of income, if he's not working again, then what next? Of course, being retired, he was given a huge sum, a huge sum that he did not even know what to do with it. And so this may be a story of a man, but it's also a story of our lives that at this point we may not have been preparing for anything at this time because we think this is all that there is in, in this season. And so as he called all of us, everybody began to shed tears. And then he cons consoled us that he had plans and all the rest. And in those plans, my mother decided to go into a small business that he had never, she had never um, really had knowledge over. And my dad told her, you can't go into this business because it's going to be a shame on this to, to this family to be doing this kind of business. That we cannot come down this low having had all this. And my mom insisted and my dad began to do a contractor work, doing contracts and all the rest. And in one day, we heard that all the money he has invested in the business that he did, all did what? All crumbled. Why? Because he had no knowledge of what he was doing. And so it was a very difficult season, as difficult as it was. The question is, in that season, what do you do? Because sincerely, in everybody's life, we, may, we will come to a season where we really do not know what to do. And that is why having understanding of times may help us to prepare for seasons that are yet to come. Joseph spoke about several seasons of increase and several seasons of difficulty. What will be done in the several seasons of increase will determine how Israel or how Egypt will live in the next season of difficulties. And so the business that my father said my mother should not do became the only source of income to the household. That's we had no reason to beg was because a woman was doing something in a dedicated room that she had dedicated to herself. That men would knock at the door not knowing that we have turned our house to a shop as it is. 
And so we began to do the business, and I was just about entering university then. Then I got to know that if I don't participate in this business, then I may never have a university degree. And so my brother and I, most times my elder brother will never happen, have anything to do with that business because I'm not going to tell you the business anyways because uh, uh, now you are laughing even when you do not know the business. So, but so all of us in the dark will be doing the business and will be very confident because we knew that in that season we just had to do what we had to do. And that is how every one of us may have a very fair share of difficulties. But sincerely, those times won't last forever. They won't last for long. It's only for a season. Understanding what to do may be very important. To some of us, all we need to do is to lower our standards a little bit because we need to accommodate what is happening in that season understanding of the times it may not just be entirely that we are like the children of Issachar giving directions we may understand the times have come for us to be a little bit lowered and weather the storm until God brings us up again and so for four good years between my SS2 to my second year in university I had to come home if I don't work my school fees there was no way I could go to school so I had to work at my elder brother. Everybody were in school. And I was very, let me say, disenfranchised. Because my mom loved my elder brother so much that when he's going to school, as far as he's going to school, she will start telling everybody there is no money, there is no money. But when he wants to go to school, he goes to school with a lot of goods. And then he, she pays his school fees. And everything he needed was, will be supplied. And I don't know how it happened, but they will first send him off as a firstborn. Then they will now ask the rest of us, when is your resumption date? I will tell them the resumption date has passed. They say, okay, just calm down a little bit. You know you have to work a little so that we'll make a little bit more money. And that's how it went and season came and season left. And it came to a point where others will be playing outside as kids you could not play outside because you had a responsibility to also do understanding the times but as much as those seasons came and as those seasons were deferring what i learned personally that a time will come where we need to learn contentment and we need to lower our guards because it's only but for seasons when the season is over god will lift us back to where we should be and so it will be in the name of jesus and so it was that as i began to continued to struggle in what I was doing. I was trying to mix that with school and it happened that in the second year I applied for one of the oil company scholarship and in my second year of a five year course I was given the scholarship and the money that was always given was not only enough to pay my school fees it was enough to pay my school fees and three other students school fees in the same house because seasons came and season left. Understanding the time will allow us to weather those seasons and so it shall be in Jesus name I remember vividly for every time because the student's name was the student scholarship was in the student's name my father would take me to the bank and as soon as we collect the money he would take me again to his own bank deposit the money and immediately he does that then he will go home anything I want to buy on the road he was ready to buy anything he would buy for me 
And then when I'm done, then he will give me a particular amount of money that was huge in my eye. But I never knew that the money that he, he took from me was more than what he was giving me. So, but that was an experience to show us that as much as we understand seasons, seasons don't last forever. But what we do in those times are what will determine how we weather a way out from that season. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. So preparing for the time, the question then is, as much as we are in this season, to some of us, all we need to do is to pray more. All we need to do is to have more friends that are influential to help us out of seasons. The question is, the Bible says, Jesus says, I must do the works of him that sent me whilst it is day. How then do we prepare for any season that we are in? It may be a season of plenty that you are in. How do you prepare and sustain that season? It may be a season of difficulty. How do you work? Uh, how do you prepare yourself out of that season? Because a season of plenty will come. If we don't prepare ourselves in the season of difficulty, a time will come when we have plenty. We really don't know what to do. One of my, one of my bosses in, one of my superiors in the office was was showing me something. We went for a project outwards. And as we were driving towards the outskirts of Lagos, I think after Lekki, we were driving towards that, those um, Lagos business school areas. And as we were returning back, he pointed to a plot of land out of the express road. And he said, you see that land? That is my land. And he said, I have no idea. I have nothing to do with it. I'm not going to do anything with it. The purpose of that is to use that land when the time comes. I want to sell it outrightly because that is going to be what he was going to use for the school fees of his daughter. So it may have been the season of him as a season of plenty, but already he was already preparing for the season where if anything happens, he already has a backup of what to do. So the question is, in this season, how are you preparing for the next season? Whatever season it may be, it may be the season of plenty. How are you preparing for the next season? Because the scripture tells us, as far as Egypt was concerned, that there was famine in the whole world. But Israel, or Egypt rather, never experienced lack. The scripture tells us that the brother of Joseph left Israel and came to Egypt. Whilst knowing that in the knowledge of the world, there were, there were famine in the whole world. Yet in Egypt, they still begin to excel. They had nothing. The Bible says, and Pharaoh was selling grains for his own people. Why? Because they had preparations for the time. So let's have the mic and let's have a robust discussion. The question is, how do we prepare for the times? I'm not going to be definitive about your time because to some people, our time may be a time of plenty. To some, it may be a difficult moment. In these difficult moments, how are you preparing in these times so that when the time God lifts you up, you have a preparation already of what to do? So I don't know what time it is for you right now.
but how then are we preparing or how can we prepare for the time and then we'll go to the last uh, point which we have here which is seizing the moment pastor Yomi shed a little bit light on that when he said that the children of israel at that point having gathered all the armies they decided to seize the moment by fighting against saul and his army and they were conquerors and we're going to look at that very briefly but let's have a discussion right now preparing for the time how do we prepare for the time i don't know what season it is but how can we prepare for the time if you have any contributors let's just see you raise your hand and the microphone will be made available how do we prepare for the time no matter the season that it may be any hands up Yes, um, Bulawali, let's celebrate him, let's appreciate him before he says anything. Preparing for the time, it may be an experience, but let's just learn together here. Go ahead, sir. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, um, understanding the time and preparing for it, I think um, almost everyone of us knows what's going on in the country at the moment. Um, dollar increase and all of that. I think the time to, for us to um, save more in dollars as our naira is no longer valuable. If we, if you are saving, I think that uh, no matter how much dollar is at the moment, we should make sure that our savings are more in dollars because our our economy, we don't, we don't, we don't have any to fight back what is actually increasing this dollar at the moment. I'm not a banker, but I understand that at the moment there is nothing we can. Uh, as, as, as a, as a uh, Nigerian do not have a, uh, uh, whatever it takes to fight back this um, increase in dollar. So it's for us to understand that this moment we need to um, invest and um, learn about investment, not only in dollar, there are other investments you can also do that, uh, um, that can yield more money later eventually because at the moment we are actually going through farming in Nigeria. We may not, we may not be it may not be uh, well uh, uh, pronounced, but it's obvious that the way things are expensive, you give clients uh, some uh, things and they think they are telling you, ah, what is going on? Why is your things too expensive? But, do you know, but you, all, you also know that whatever, uh, whenever dollar increases or inflation affects cost of material in the market, so definitely whatever we are asking you to uh, uh, buy from us, it, the price will increase. But the the uh, what's it called now? The in, I mean, the profit on that uh, whatever we sell, the um, is not increasing. So how do you make it increases to actually invest that profit? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Please help me celebrate Brawali one more time. I hear you, but I think one of the parts that I will take um, is that we should find investment opportunities because when you said we should store up in dollar i was about to ask you don't you think that's going to make the economy issues worse because that is really what is um, a huge part of what we are having a lot of people are stocking up in dollars and that is why uh, scarcity is still on the increase i'm sure a lot of people are looking at me and saying um, i'm still going to continue to stock up in dollar praise the lord but to be on a financial standpoint the more we keep it the more 
it brings strain to what we have. At the moment, um, even the federal government, from what we hear, they want to stop even making allocations of these currencies to bank effective December. So uh, the more that happens, it's going to, um, they think that's going to solve a lot of issues, but we just hope it will. Um, but we're not going to discuss this. But I think I'll take that from you. What he's saying, in essence, is understanding the times may just be a time to, um, to, to continue to invest in whatever way that may increase. And it may not just be, like they will always say in the financial world, it may not be the best time to really put your money in what it has to do uh, does not have to do with assets. So a uh, luxury may just have to be reduced at this point. Uh, somebody posted a picture of an, an aircraft where the business class was completely empty. So you can see, and everybody is now running to the economy side because a one-way ticket around over between 75,000 all the way to 100,000 for a local flight. So wisdom truly is profitable to direct. And that is why in some business meetings, they rather have it over um, the virtual meetings rather than spend all the money to travel. So some of the ways we can also invest is also saying how do we reduce costs if you have um, an organization to run or a business to run. Um, one of the clients that we had one time actually told us he can't come all the way to VI. Just within Lagos here, he said I can't come all the way to VI. If what we, can, what we want to discuss cannot be done virtually, then let's leave it until when he is comfortable to come all the way. So just imagine, I'm sure we have such discussion where people or clients can actually tell you, I can't come all the way to make that inspection. I'm still coming to Abuja, so please let's, I'm coming to Abuja in a week time. Let me kill one stone with two beds. Praise the name of the Lord. So that in itself, Rawale is saying, find a way to invest. It may be it may be for you, for your own good, because a season like this will go. And by the time the season goes, a lot of people will now have money in their hands to spend. Uh, somebody once advised that a lot of people don't have um, money to buy a lot of things. And so for people that have cash in their hands, it's an opportunity for them to buy as much assets as they can. Because when the economy changes, those assets will be demanded again by those who sold it originally. And of course, you know that the, the price can never be the, the same. Please help me celebrate Brother Wale again. God bless you and bless you real good. Any other person, can we have any contributor? How do you think, praise the name of the Lord, please help me celebrate Pastor Yomi Badejo Kusnoya. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think that if you understand the time, it tells you which side to stand on. So, a bit like what he's saying uh, is that in, first of all, if you know what time it is, if you understand it, then you want to stand on the side that you are going to be victorious. I think, like I mentioned during my one of the sermons, that the people, the sons of Issachar, they had looked at it, they understood it, and they said, Look, from what we can see, Saul is going down and David is going up. So it may not necessarily have been because they had some great love for David. But they needed to stand on the winning side. And many of us, because we do not understand the times, 
we end up being on the wrong side at the end of it so it's very like he said the scripture says they understood the times and they knew what they ought to do and i'm always giving the example of joseph joseph understood the times not only did he understand the time he knew what he ought to do and i said joseph was not promoted for interpreting the dreams he was promoted for providing the solution it was after he provided the solution that the, that pharaoh said can we find a man blah 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 so we must access and how do we understand the times we must exercise both our spiritual and mental alertness correct because there may be something that will say to you at this point in time do this and i found out that in some cases it is completely against the reasoning of so let's go to genesis uh, 26 i believe one when they said there was a famine the second famine and god told isaac is that right yeah abraham. there was a famine 26 one abraham. he said there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of abraham and isaac went to abraham if you go all the way i think it's verse five or six where god said to him remain in that land everybody was heading to egypt he says in verse six is that verse what i can't see what he says dwell in this land and i will be with you and bless you for you and your descendants i'll give all these lands and i'll perform the oath blah 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 and if you go all the way down it says isaac dwelt in that land in gerar and how much he did what he reaped what a hundred times he dwelt in gerar 26 6 and what happened in 27 what did he get give me seven verse seven uh, is that right where he said that he dwelt in the land and, and he reaped a hundredfold a hundredfold so as you understand you asked us what should we be doing we must be spiritually and we must be mentally alert the news that is coming to us we must be able to process it one of the things we pride ourselves on in grace assembly is that this is an intelligent church this is not the church we hear on social media people abusing one another because of the positions you have taken no be able to persuade process your argument when you listen to anybody coming from this pulpit, you will see that there's a logical sequence to how things are presented in this church am i right you know so sometimes we use aids we use all of that and those are things that you must adopt don't just be don't come to church and everything you are quoting is bible or you are speaking in tongues you must look you must observe i remember sometime in church uh, somebody came to speak to us on the power of observation the power of observation that your ability to change things because you have the power to observe and then you make the change that is required for that time guess what god is not going to come down from heaven and split your head and put something in it every 
everything that you need to process this time we are in God is either he has given to you or he's giving it to you or he will give to you the question is that do you understand what he's saying at that time thank you please help me celebrate Pastor Yomi one more time now if there's nothing that we got from what he said one of the things that we need to get very critically like he said having understanding both spiritually and mentally so that is why we started by saying in all that we have we must get what understanding and sincerely as much as the word of god will always come to help us to put us in vantage positions but that doesn't in any way excuse us from committing ourselves to learning learning in whatever field learning in whatever you do learning in whatever that will you know challenge your mindset it may just be reading a book that will challenge your mindset just something that will give you direction like you said the word of the lord can give direction but as you read us as well it can also give you what direction or what to do direction is what we require the bible says you shall hear a voice behind you saying hearing walk this way but as much as the word of the lord will tell you it also requires you to put yourself in a particular direction to read or to understand or to gain knowledge and as we do so the lord will continue to strengthen us in the mighty name of jesus amen do we have any other contribution from any other person Oh, okay. Let's have our brother here. Please, let's appreciate him before he says, says anything at all. Preparing for the times, how do we position ourselves to prepare for the times? Um, praise God. I was, I was going to use that same word. After we've understood the times, like Pastor Yomi said, and then we're spiritually and mentally alert, it also needs us or requires us to have strategic positioning for the children, for the sons of Issachar they were positioned with David in as much as Saul was still king in as much as he still had the royal entourage and the whole city still recognized him as king they were already aware that things were going to change and they had positioned themselves strategically so I think one of the things that we should do also as Christians and as members of Grace Assembly is to be strategically positioned in places where things will work in our favor. Praise God. Praise the name of Please help me celebrate him one more time. Strategically positioning ourselves where things will work in our favor. Uh, one of the things, again, Pastor, let me mention that I forgot is... Um, we mentioned at some point that there was famine in the whole world that they left Israel and came to Egypt just to buy some food and some, some things. Famine can really push people out of where they are supposed to be. Like he said, we need to understand as well that not every famine, not everything, not every moment that we need to leave or abandon ship. Bible says, and he said to Abraham, remain in that land, therein I will bless you. Making a decision to leave wouldn't have been a bad decision at all. 
Some people, I'm sure, left that land when there was hunger everywhere. And of course, they may have left because there was a direction in that case. But in this case, because he gave himself to God's word, the Bible says, and God gave him direction as a what to do at that time. So if God is saying stay at that position, it may be a stay at that position. If God is saying move from that position, it may be move from that position. And that is why even in, in business, God may be saying divert, divert from this position. It may be a moment to also divert from that area of, of, of business. So we need to understand that, that knowledge is also profitable to direct. There are businesses now that are, that, are, that, are, that are scaling up more and more because there were seasons where things were difficult. And in those difficulties were the moments that they explored alternatives that the alternatives were even better off than what they were doing before. We've had businesses during the COVID that almost died, but they reinvented themselves, and after COVID, they've stayed reinvented because a season came that forced them to get the best out of themselves. The Lord will truly give us direction in the name of Jesus. Amen. Do we have any other person that wants to contribute? How we can make make do or take advantage of preparing for the times praise the lord please help me celebrate this brother let's just hear him praise the lord hallelujah in my own observation what i observe is that if you can if we can see we see that like uh, how this brother explain uh, the issue of dollars when you see they are taking something away from you, so what we have to do is we try to to be very what can I say? To be very strict in our spending. Yes. So we should not just do anything anyhow. So we have to be very strict. In our uh, so and then we have to gather. So the more the more the distress, the more we gather. The more we we put more energy to gather. Then we have to be strict in our spending. My Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. The interesting part is whatever Nigeria is going through, I think this won't be the first time at all. There was one, there's, there's one time where this slogan 101 came back then. It was because things were difficult then. People started to eat what? 101. I think there's also the time of Babangida as well, where there was a slogan to elevate poverty. And so all those seasons have come and have gone. As another season have come and have gone. And that is why we having understanding of this time, uh, we are not shaking because we know a time will come and that is why, that's what's going to take us to the last part, understanding how to seize the moment. Having understood what we need to do, how then we need to seize the moment. We're just going to wrap up with that um, very shortly. But let's take any other contributor. If we don't have any, then we'll move on. Do we have any other person that wants to contribute Praise the name of the Lord. All right, let's go to the very last, um, the very last point for today. Um, let's multimedia help us with Nehemiah chapter four and verse seventeen. Nehemiah chapter four 
and in verse 17. We read this as well um, some few Sundays ago. The Bible says, And those who built on the wall, and those who carried what? Burdens, loaded themselves so that with one hand, they did what? They worked at the construction, and the other hand, they held a what? A weapon. On a very good day before now, there is no man in Israel that will build the walls and will have weapons in their hands. But because there were oppositions at this point, and they knew that the oppositions can come at any point in time, the Bible says, and they built with one hand, and they had their weapons on the other hand. And that is why we read some few Sundays ago as well when Pastor was sharing like Esau until, until he takes the yoke off his neck. He wasn't going to succeed. And so we have come to the point where the yoke on our neck, we must take the decision personally by the reason of understanding what we need to do. And that is why one of the things that are very, very dangerous is what is called procrastination. If you have something to do and you do not do it at a point in time, you may not have a time to do it again. Let me just share experience. There is something I needed to do and for one month, I kept postponing it for one month. Every week, I put it in my calendar. It's always making the top five of my to-do list every day. And for one month, I keep saying I will do it. I keep saying I will do it. And I know if I don't do it, it's going to cost me a lot. And so we need to understand that when we have understanding of what to do, we need to seize opportunity as it is. And in fact, I think it was um, after the Monday prayer meeting, after that prayer meeting, I immediately after that prayer meeting, I also prayed. In fact, after that prayer meeting, I now prayed for myself. God, please help me to do this thing that I've not done. It was a complete one month that I was procrastinating to do it. I thought it was very difficult. As far as I was concerned, it was a very difficult thing that would take me time and whatsoever to do. And by the time I make up my, made up my mind, I said, I will finish it. I will try as much as possible to finish it in one month. Because I did not have the resources to do what I needed to do. And the moment I made up my mind that I was going to do it, guess what? The person that God was with had already provisioned for me to give me all the resources was already waiting. I only asked one person, I'm having difficulty in starting this. And he gave me everything I needed to do, to use to do what I needed to do. And I completed what I, what, what I planned for one month because I thought, where was I going to get the resources and what I needed to do with it? And the resources came and in one week, I finished it and I completed it. And that is why it is important once we know what to do, it is time we seize opportunity and do exactly what we needed to do what we need to do. Bible says in Nehemiah, immediately they knew that it was time to rebuild the wall. The Bible says whatever it took for some that had to, in fact the scripture made us to understand that they even had men that had trumpets in their hands. In case the enemies come, they blow the trumpet of war and understanding it's time to fight. The Bible says for the, for the weapon of our warfare is not what? Is not carnal. The weapon of our world, warfare. It means whatever season or part of life that we may be, it's still in itself a warfare. The moment we begin to have understanding and pay attention to it and give in self to it, it becomes a warfare and we will be victorious in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Let's go back to our main scripture, First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. As we begin to bring this to a close. First Chronicles 12 verse 32, there is a particular verse I actually want to read. So in verse 32, the Bible says, And of the sons of Issachar, they had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, and their chiefs were 200, and all their burdens were at their command. I think the, the scripture I was looking for was the one Pastor Yomi read that after the children of Israel had gathered behind David, they decided then that it was time to actually go for war. And that scripture that said that God also, as much as is a God of peace, is also a God of war. Having understanding that as the children of Issachar will give us guidance on what to do and how to prepare ourselves and how to take actions and ultimately how to win the battle. And that will be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. And finally, just before we close, I would quickly want us to read the scriptures in Ephesians chapter 5, Ephesians chapter 5, where we read verse 15 and all the way to verse 17 as we bring this meeting to a close. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, all the way to verse 17. And this is what the scripture says. It says, seeing then that you that you walk what circumspectly, not as fools, but as what as as but as wise. Remember, we've said one of the most important things in this season where we need to understand times is to, to to gain knowledge. So it says, let's walk not as fools, but as what as wise. Verse 16 says, redeeming the what the time. Because the days are what are evil. So if we don't understand the season that we are, we may just make light of the times that we have. The Bible says every time here now going forward must be redeemed. Is redeemable. We may have lost some opportunities, but the Bible says let's try as much as possible to redeem the time because the days are evil. Next verse. It says, therefore, do not be unwise, but what? understand what the will of the Lord is. And God's will for your life, God's will for Nigeria, God's will for everything is that we become great again and so shall it be in Jesus' name. And we declare in this meeting that Nigeria itself will be great again in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody just celebrate God for his word this evening. God bless you in Jesus' name understanding the times. Please help me celebrate the senior pastor as he adds his voice to our study this evening. Alright. Um, if multimedia will give us the lead scripture again, First Chronicles 12. It says the sons of Issachar who had understanding of the times to know not what Issachar should do. To know what the whole of Israel ought to do. The chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. What I want to add to this is, it is not true that everybody will have understanding. 
It is not true that everybody would know what to do. Out of the 12 tribes, God chose one tribe. So every time you saw Israel moving, the men of Issachar were in front. And everybody that had sense was following behind. It is said that if you don't know the road to where you're going, just find somebody. The best favor you can do yourself is not to insist that you must know the way. Not everybody will know the way. But God is so faithful, he will appoint somebody. If, the, if Israel decided they're not following the men of Issachar, they would have lost. One of the troubles of Nigeria is we don't look for those that God has made to be the sons of Issachar. And even if we know coconut head, we will not follow. I want to warn everybody, it is not everybody that will know. That's not how God works. For those that do not know, God will appoint somebody. Bible says all the brethren were at their command, which means when they say go, they go. The sons of Issachar, if you are not one, look around you, find one. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I think sincerely that caps it all because like we said earlier on that we may not have understanding or we may not have the all know but once we have someone who have direction it is expected of us and truly okay sir you mentioned um, Joseph Joseph was not the king the king had all the wise men as a matter of fact when Joseph was called in it was into the king's court and all the king's advisors and ministers were there and that's why he said where can we find such a man like this and the bible says they all agreed we cannot so they appointed him what was the what am i trying to say the whole of egypt had no son of issachar but they were smart enough to go to the prison to bring one out and when they saw him, they did not quibble about his nationality. They did not quibble, we're here before you. They did not, you know what Pharaoh said? He said, anything you say is what everybody will do, including myself. Only in authority will I be greater than you. So in the decision making, listen, Joseph was number one. Pharaoh was number two. In terms of authority, Pharaoh was number one. And Joseph was number two. Can I tell you something? The Nigerian politicians, they, they don't have any sense. Just because you have the seat does not mean you know the way. And just because you have the know the way does not mean you have the seat. If Joseph did not recognize the authority of Pharaoh, Pharaoh would shut him down. And if Pharaoh did not recognize the leadership of, he too would have died with his family in the famine. A word is sufficient for the wise. 
Praise the Lord. In fact, I was just thinking of how to sum up what Pastor have just said before he summarized it. In the case of the children of Issachar, the leaders had the knowledge. But in the case of Pharaoh, the leader didn't necessarily have the knowledge. The most important thing is that whoever knows the way is who we should follow. In some circles, it may be the least in your organization that has the business idea, but shutting him down may just bring the whole business all to rumble. So whoever knows the way, it's time to elevate people, no matter whatever it has to do with tribe or religion or gender, whoever knows the way. Like they always say, we follow who know who know road. Praise the name of the Lord. Now they understand that language better. Please help me celebrate all the contributors this evening and for everyone that will be here this evening. God bless you and bless you. As we continue to dwell on this world, the sons of Issachar and the seasons of where God is telling us to understand the times that we are in, we pray that God will continue to give us knowledge and in his word in Jesus' name. Let's bow our heads as we pray. Father Lord in heaven, we thank you because we've come again and we've learned from your table and your, from your wisdom. We pray, O oh God, that for everyone who lacks wisdom, we pray, O oh Lord, that you will give us wisdom, as you said, for you are whom and the very source of wisdom. We pray for understanding for as many that lack it in the mighty name of Jesus. And for every decisions that we have made that we have lost time, we pray for grace to be able to redeem time, having understand this. And for every season of difficulty that we may have found ourselves, whether in business, in whatever area we pray, that these seasons will pass and will come to a season of plenty in the name of Jesus. And we fail not to raise our country Nigeria. We pray that Nigeria truly will be great again and this season too shall pass away in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah.